Hey everyone, welcome back to the Small Town Nerdcast. I'm your host, Brian, and boy, I I apologize. I forgot what day it was, and I forgot to post an episode, so here we are, and hopefully you guys will forgive me. You know, things have been pretty hectic over here at our household. Um, finally finished moving, and by finished moving, I mean it's done. We are out of the old place. The keys were returned to the, the landlord, so... No more having to worry about that. And even better, pretty much everything that we had stored and moved over from the old house is now out. And like, there's nothing like that feeling of like getting the last thing that was like in a storage or like a stored up type situation, getting that place somewhere. For me, that was my drum set. Like, finally, like, and this happened yesterday, just sitting down setting it up, getting everything just the right height, the right angles, and getting a chance to like actually hit like hit the drum pads and hear the noise and just get that feeling back of like like it's here for me. Like this is just another bit of stress relief, like a stress reliever that is in place now for me to finally relax. Like there was just such such a weight lifted off of me. <laughs> And I don't know if anyone else gets that way. If it's just me, who knows? But like, if you get that way, please let me know. I can't be alone in this. And you know, what's funny is like, I don't feel like I used to be this way. I feel like I used, I was very fluid, man, when it came to moving because Casey and I, uh, we moved pretty much once a year, like every year, man, like. From when we first started living together and we moved up to uh, Houston, I, I feel like every year after that, we moved into a different apartment until RJ was born. Then we moved back to our hometown and we stayed there for, yeah, we actually stayed there for a year before we moved up to Austin and then Austin didn't pan out the way we wanted to or like, definitely not the way I wanted to. And ended up getting a job back in our hometown. And that's when we got, well, we stayed in an apartment when we first got back. Well, actually, stayed with my mom for like a few months till we could get into an apartment. And then after the apartment, we did the apartment for a year. Then we moved into a rent house. And we were into the rent house for three years. And that was the first time. And this was probably, oh, man seven years six years into my wife and i's relationship that we finally stayed in a place for more than one year and that was the rent house we stayed there for three years and then um after moving up with the company that i was working with i was finally making enough money where we bought our house you know so like but like it's funny because all those other times moving from a year to year like i just it it never stressed me out. In fact, there was maybe three, two times for sure where I did the move completely by myself. Like it was me or maybe Casey helped periodically, but get a U-Haul. I had a um, little, not a forklift, a, um, a dolly and pack things in boxes, moved them down and moved couches all by myself because I could put them up on the dolly and move them that way. So like, like, I was a moving machine back in the day. And then I don't know at what point 
my thoughts on moving change, but my God, is it stressful now? Maybe it's just because I'm finally tired. Like I'm tired of the quote unquote nomadic life that we've seemed to have lived up until now. And so I'm finally at peace. I'm in a place where I hope to die one day. <laughs> I hope to stay here till my grave. No, um, but yeah, so I, I'm definitely happy, man. Having the drum set out and about, everything just angled the right way, everything just to the right heights and being able to hit it and know that that stress relief device is there for me. It's just a huge weight off my shoulders. And I, I'm sure I'm not the only one who thinks that way. So yeah, let me hear it. No, <laughs> anyways, that's enough about me. Let's get into the podcast, guys. We've got a lot going on with our small town drama. So we'll get into that. And then we'll break into some nifty nerd news that I found interesting and just kind of things that I've been um, watching and playing and all that jazz. So we'll get into a little bit of that. And if there's anything you want me to add for next episode or things you want me to talk about, please let me know on all my social media. Everything is at small town nerdcast. Uh, the only difference is on Twitter, I couldn't fit the word small. So it's SM town nerdcast. And over on Instagram, everything's spelled out small town nerdcast. So hit me up on those places. You can always email me. Uh, my email is bryfipodcast at hotmail.com. So let's get into the, not the news, let's get into the small town drama. Well, as you guys know, I, I need to put music or something there. But as you guys know, my small town has loud voices, <laughs> big loud voices of people who just truly hate things. One of the big things that was hated upon was the new roundabout that they're building uh, just outside of town, which, uh, as an update, they have begun construction to it. They've taken out the 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 street light, not the street light, but the red red light that was there, and now it's just stop signs as they're doing construction. And now that I see how construction is looking, I kind of have a better view of how this roundabout's going to look, and I think it's going to work out pretty nice. Hopefully, the haters and naysayers will kind of see like, oh. I see how this is going to work. Maybe I was out of line for getting upset with that. I doubt it, but maybe they will be. But the new piece of uh, info comes uh, from someone buying an old hotel, motel, whatever you want to call it. And it is attempting to renovate it, attempting to update it, attempting to bring it back to its glory days, so to speak. And oh boy. Do the people of my small town have their doubts? Now, to be fair, this place has gone downhill. And I say recent years, but it's probably been about 10 or more years. This place has to actually back when I was in high school, this place was pr a pretty shitty hotel. So it's only gotten worse since then. And I've been out of high school for, well, maybe 15 years at this point. Yeah, probably 15 or more years. So anywho, um, yeah, guy... Um, it, and he's not even the owner. He's a guy who is acting as a figurehead. I don't know, but he talks about how they're going to make the place great, how they're getting security, how they're going to get all the drug dealers that use it as their drug dealing spot out and how they're putting like criminal trespass warrants against people and all this other stuff. 
and when it's always brought up well like yeah man like but who's doing it or whatever he's like oh this the new owner like the new owner never has a name the new owner is always just the new owner and apparently the new owner has put over a million dollars in it and in fact the new owner is a multi-billionaire who has decided to invest in this to turn it around and the new owner doesn't even care if this business is successful he already has offers on purchasing it from him so i can only assume that this new owner is either elon musk donald trump or fake <laughs> <laughs> which could still be still apply to um 50% of what i said like i don't know man it's so cryptic it's so weird um at one point people were like yeah man go ahead buy the place like yeah let's try to clean up our town and get things back like you know that and like honestly that's a great idea take things that are old and like the character of the town renovate them bring them back up to a to you know speed of this year and get people interested in them again but i've driven by the place it doesn't look like anything good is happening there and they did update their sign to be a more newer sign but it doesn't look nice at all it looks like Honestly, it looks like a place in Houston that you would see where they give happy endings in the back. And in fact, this place does advertise foot massages along with a pool and other hotel amenities, which I didn't know foot massages were part of that, which makes me believe that this place is either going to be giving rub and tugs in the back or they're trafficking humans or, you know, a little bit of both. So people are definitely on edge and people are voicing their opinions on uh, our Facebook chat group, which is quite hilarious. And this dude, um, we'll just, we'll call him Ronnie for now. This dude is verbally fighting for his life <laughs> and like arguing against people and like but like there's no concrete evidence of who the owner is and the money that's being put into this and like like i said i've driven by and i haven't noticed anything from the road so it's just really weird like and it's just really strange and i'm not sure exactly what's happening and what's crazy is we've been getting a lot of these kind of weird things in the chat group where people are posting about jobs which seem really shady and like the like all the things that you need just to get the job like they're basically like hey we need someone to come work overnight right now uh, just call this number i mean at this location which is very awkward and very weird and seems like yeah you might be kidnapped and trafficked into like this like sex slave market and that's just I don't know, man. It's, like, there's some weird shit happening on my small town Facebook chat group, and people are starting to notice. People are starting to get fishy, and people who are typically what I would call paranoid and over the top crazy are maybe onto something now. <laughs> but that's what's been going on uh, in my local town in the Facebook uh, chat group. But let's move on to some like nifty nerd new stuff that I always love talking about. I love talking about it in my last podcast, the BriFi podcast, and something I wanted to carry over uh, to now because I'm a huge nerd. I love pop culture stuff, and there's just a lot of cool stuff in the news that's happening now. And plus, a lot of things are just bleak and sad. So let's let's bring some joy into that. 
Up first, we got LeVar Burton, who is going to receive a Lifetime Achievement Award. Um, however, it's for the Children's Emmys, which I'm not sure if that's like the Kids' Choice Award or it's like the Emmys, but for a kids' show, I, I really don't know too much about it. But LeVar Burton, who's famous for like Star Trek and really for me, uh, The Reading Rainbow, uh, he hosted that show. I, he deserves to be recognized, man. He played a part in many of our childhoods, though. Like I, I would assume anyone from my age, maybe ten years older to possibly ten years younger uh, than me, this guy has played a role in our childhood at some point, and he's always been uh, an excellent voice to listen to. He's always seemed like a really positive individual. And so I guess the fact that he's getting recognized with some type of Lifetime Achievement Award is great. Um, I'm not sure about the Children's and Family Emmys that's going to be happening in December. But, you know, it's something, man. It's a type of Emmy, and it's great. And it's something that he deserves and something I fully support. Um Although, you know, what's funny, I was never a big Star Trek fan, you know, and I know a lot of people know him from there, and I, I can picture his face and the badass glasses that he wore across his, like a visor that he wore across his face, which was really freaking sweet. But, excuse me, I had something caught in my throat there, but, like, for me, I'll always remember the Reading Rainbow. Like, that is the thing. That song gets stuck in my head. It's in TikToks now. Like, it's all over the place. Uh, but yeah, good on LeVar Burton. I, I'm really happy for him. And like, this is something, you know, like I wish him, man, God, I wish Mr. Rogers was still, alive. I bet you they've done something together. I would have to look it up. I'm sure they have done stuff together, but like, I don't know, man, it's just great. You know, and who else deserve an award? So there was a show I used to watch as a kid. Um, and growing up, I was really into drawing and doodling and all that kind of stuff. So I loved shows like Blues Clues and Blues Clues. There wasn't many shows like it. But there was one other show that had a huge focus on drawing. And a lot of people that I talk to do not remember this show. Hopefully I bring this up and you people look like notice it or recognize it. Maybe you Google it and you're like, oh shit, yeah, I remember this show. It was called Pappy Land. Pappy Land. Sorry, maybe I didn't say it good enough for you because I didn't hear the gasp of you knowing what this show is. But yeah, Google it if you haven't heard of it. Um, Pappy Land was this children's cartoon, or not, not, it was a, like a children's live action slash puppet show where uh, Pappy, Pappy Druitt is, is the host, and there's like a quote-unquote villain like I think it was Doodlebug where he would make like a mess of a doodle or like draw like a weird squiggly line like mess something up and then Pappy would turn that squiggle into like an actual drawing a cool cartoon and they were never like too crazy detailed over the top they were something like you as a kid could draw you know watching the show and he always encouraged uh, to try drawing and stuff like that and me being a big fan of art back in the day, like this show was right up my alley, man. And I think he would do like letters and stuff too, much like Blues Clues did. And he had like a puppet grandpa that I forgot what his name was. 
Um, but like, I just remember all kinds of weird characters from there. I think there was even a mailman. I can't even remember all the characters, man, but God, like that dude, like made such a huge impact on me as a child and where I thought like, you know, I wanted to be an artist growing up and like he made a huge impact on me and uh, wanting to draw and stuff. And it, it was funny is here recently he showed up on my Twitter feed. I have no idea how he showed up on my Twitter feed, but he showed up, not my Twitter, TikTok. That's even weirder. Like Twitter at least makes a little bit of sense because everyone's on Twitter, but TikTok and he still looks the same age. And this dude looked old as hell when I was a kid. But then, you know, I was like over 20 years ago for me. But like, like I'm guessing maybe he just grayed early and just stayed that way for like 20 something years, man. I don't know, but he's still alive and kicking and he looks great. Like he looks like he's moving around great. He's not like some old, like, Oh God, like I remember that. No, like he's like still him, still animated and still like happy. And it was just, it was amazing, man. I don't know. Like it was just crazy. Like, I think the way people got excited when like Steve from Blue's Clues came back and did a show with the other two guys, hosts, um, Joe, and I can't remember the other guy. Was it Todd, maybe? I can't remember. Like, that's how I was when I saw Pappy Druid on TikTok. Like, like I, 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 I didn't cry, cry, but I was brought to tears because I was just so happy that he wasn't dead. <laughs> like, this sounds awful, but, like, that's where I was with it. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting way off track here, but, um, uh, Sony is scrounging around to make sense of what, whatever to do with Spider-Man, and it's, like, not even what to do with Spider-Man, it's just, they keep pushing these, secondary character not that like morbius isn't an important character not that venom isn't an important character but they are just really trying to push hard with these secondary characters and even more so as here recently that they're gonna try to push a character called el morto in a standalone movie pick i like i said movie pick marvel picture I don't even know who El Morto is. A uh, quick Google search told me he showed up in like one to two issues and like his story was done and over with. They're getting Bad Bunny to play him. I don't even know who Bad Bunny is because I'm not really that smart and I'm not really that into like what's going on in the pop culture of music and stuff. So like I am, I gotta listen to some stuff or something, but I, I just. I don't see this as a good sign from Sony. Like, this sounds like a company that is losing grips of reality and is just doing everything and anything it can to hold on to this license. <laughs> like, that's the only thing that I can think of because they're realizing that they are nothing without uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Kevin Feige's touch. Although, you know, Spider-Verse was great. Like, just do more of the Spider-Verse movies into the Spider-Verse stuff, which they are doing, but, like, it's, like, everything else live-action-wise, you're just, just stop. Like, please, for the love of everything, superheroes, just stop. <laughs> but there's so many other heroes you could have done. Like, there are villains you could have done. Like, there's, um, 
oh, what is that dude's name? The Prowler, I think. He's like purple or whatever. Um, he ends up helping Spider-Man at one point, but it's like a villain. But like he's a villain for a good reason. Like he's stealing for good reasons or something like that. You have, um, I don't know, she was an Ant-Man. I was going to say Ghost, I think was the that villain's name. But I saw them in a Spider-Man comic and I thought it was really cool. But like, I don't know, man. El Morto sounds awesome. Sounds like he was in the Suicide Squad, if I'm being quite honest. And maybe that's what you're trying to go after. That character, the you know, the fire demon dude. I don't know, man, but I just, I can't get behind this, Sony, like, I, I just, I, I mean, you, you've lost me already with Morbius, and, like, there was no way I was gonna go see that, but, um, just, I, I feel like Sony's gotta do better, you know who is doing better, though, Warner Brothers, and with the Batman movie that I finally got around to watch, I loved every minute of it, but now it's already been announced that they will have a sequel with Robert Pattinson helming the the cowl once again. I was going to say helming the bat helm once again, but no, uh, bringing um, Robert Pattinson back and maybe Zoe Kravitz. I don't know everything else, but I am excited to see what they do because honestly, man, I thought this was a really cool movie man the batman was pretty much everything that i wanted it to be man i liked the character of bruce wayne that robert pattinson portrayed i liked his version of batman who was kind of kind of losing it man like kind of losing his bruce wayne side and having to realize that he's got to bring like that he can't do this as batman alone and that's kind of where you get at by the end of that movie is that he's got to be able to help Gotham from both sides of his coin. <laughs> Two-Face reference. <laughs> but so I'm excited to see maybe that's what happens. And then like where you're left off at the end of the first movie, um, things Gotham is not in great shape. Like Gotham is in a really bad place at the end of that movie. And so you can immediately go into what that means and how Batman slash Bruce Wayne has to fight to get Gotham back on its feet and has to fight to get Gotham back into a good place. So I like it, I dig it, and I'm excited to see where they go with that. And I like that they aren't going to, like, with their villains, they're they're still very grounded. They're still very real villains, much like the Nolan universe of it all. You know, they haven't gone, like, crazy over the top so i'm digging this man i'm digging like the gangster level thugs and stuff like that so we'll see where that goes and the last bit of nifty nerd news um very strange actually i don't know why i call this nifty nerd news but and i thought this was fake when i saw this article i really thought this was fake however i cannot seem to find anything to debunk that this is fake and i am both super intrigued but incredibly terrified and horrified at what might th- what this might bring tropicana you know the orange juice delicious delicious orange juice has decided to create a cereal to be specifically mixed with said orange juice i don't know how many of you are breakfast connoisseurs like myself But when I think orange juice, I do not immediately think cereal. And when I think cereal, I do not immediately think 
orange juice. However, the folks at Tropicana have completely gone Sony on us and have decided, what the hell? It exists, so why not have our own version of it? And Tropicana is going to be releasing a orange juice intended to be used cereal. Like, I don't even know if it's the cereal's going to taste like orange juice or if it's orange, like cereal that just pair like what pairs well with orange juice it sure shit isn't toothpaste um do you just i don't know i've never eaten cereal with anything other than milk or a milk type product like oat milk or soy milk or i think i've even had cereal with water before not like in the bowl because i'm not a monster but like i was drinking water and just decided to eat cereal because you know, I fucking love cereal, man. I'm 33 years old. I'm going to love cereal. I was born in the late 80s and lived through the 90s. Cereal is a basic food group for me. Uh, but I don't know, man. It's May 4th, this, they're giving, like, this is how you know this is a bad idea. Companies giving it away for free. You got to order while supplies last for free. I don't even know if you pay for shipping and handling. Um,. Oh, here's a description. Uh, The Tropicana Crunch, which it's going to be called, is described on the box as a honey almond cereal, and the website claims that it has honey almond clusters in it. (sighs) I just... It's not looking good. I'm going to tell you that. It is not looking good. But if anyone gets a hold of this cereal... For the love of all that is breakfast, for the love of General Mills, will you please tell me what it tastes like and if it is good with orange juice? Because, my God, I just have to know. Um, But, yeah, that's pretty much it, guys, for the podcast this week. I want to thank you all for listening. Um, Honestly, though, before we go, things that I've been really digesting this past week, uh, I'm starting to, I don't have any plans to go back and start actually watching this episode by episode, but I've been kind of watching Casey watch One Piece and kind of been getting a little more and more invested in what's happen- happening to Luffy and his crew and and the One Piece and all that stuff. Like Things are getting a little, because it's getting more Dragon Ball Z than I thought it would be which is kind of interesting. But then again, I don't know if I have the energy in the heart. Like, my, I don't think my heart has the energy to go through another show much like Dragon Ball Z was, you know, where one fight takes like four freaking episodes, which I did sit through one of those. My wife promised me, oh, you're going to get to see Luffy fight and this is going to be great. Well, six episodes later and Luffy doesn't, is not, is only about to get ready to fight. I decided that One Piece is not the show for me. However, in passing, I am enjoying that. Um, I've still been watching Halo. Still been watching Moon Knight. Um, tomorrow, Wednesday, or it's probably today by the time you're listening to this because I'm recording this so late. Uh, the last episode of Moon Knight comes out, so I'm excited to see where that goes. And we'll talk about that next week on the podcast. Halo's been really enjoyable for me. And... One of my favorite things about it, I've mentioned this multiple times on Twitter, but it's how they portray how scary and dangerous Covenant weapons are. Like, they just explode a motherfucker. Like, 
like human flesh and bone stand no chance against plasma like it's just insane crazy scary horrific and awesome speaking of halo they just started a new season with halo infinite and they added essentially a battle royale mode which i i don't know yet i played a few rounds of it just to kind of get my feet wet i plan on streaming it it to keep it true to halo it's not just one and done you know so the game's not over that quickly by just dying you actually get i think it's like five lives and everyone gets five lives it's not an overly huge map but it definitely is a large map and you have the ability not to pick up better weapons on the map but through getting kills and this is how they encourage you to go hunt for people instead of just sitting back and doing nothing but by getting kills you can upgrade your gun or like upgrade to a better gun like you start out with a pistol and the, whatever the taser gun is then you up you upgrade your loadout and you get the mauler with the taser gun and then you upgrade again you get an assault rifle with the mauler and then i only got up to the next stage which was assault rifle in the uh the commando rifle which the commando is my favorite gun and i almost ended up winning that match with it i only got second place the last guy snuck up and got me when i was i was distracted but it's it is a battle royale game style but it is very much still in the heart and style of halo so i do like that aspect of it but i'm still i don't know i'm still getting my feet wet with it and so i don't have too big of an opinion on it yet but i'm i'm willing to try it and willing to see and it's a new game type for a, a game that i am classically in love with so we'll see how that goes. Um, and then in anime, man, I finally started watching uh, Spy Family. And there's only like four episodes out by the time this podcast is out. And it got me so interested that I went to go look on my manga reading app. And it's on there. So I am now well past the first few episodes of the anime, which I still want to watch. But like, I just have to see what happens to the story because it's so cute. Which I never thought, well, I love cute anime, so let's not even go there. But I just, for the premise of this show, which is a a spy who needs to infiltrate a school, ends up adopting an orphan who happens to be a telepath, and then finding a pretend wife who turns out to be an assassin. They all don't know about each other except the child who can read minds. She knows that her father is a spy and her mom's an assassin. And it's just about their adventures of trying to be a normal family while still trying to, you know, do their their night jobs, so to speak. <laughs> and so it's fun. I love the interaction with them because they both, like all three of them, whether they can admit it to themselves or not, want a family well the daughter definitely wants a family and is very much like i want a family but the father and the mother like i guess try to convince themselves that that not that they don't want a family but like what they have is not real although as you watch the show it is very apparent that this is very real to them that they have real feelings towards each other in a, a family setting and they want this family to last and they want this family and that 
Like it makes the show wholesome. It makes the show enjoyable. And there's action too. Like people die in the show. So that's pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> but yeah, that's basically what I've been up to. What's been going on. What I've been digesting this week. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Even though it came out late. And I don't know. You guys don't hold me to a strict timeline. And I don't hold you to strictly listening to my podcast. So I feel like, you know... It's a win-win situation for everyone. Or it's a non-lose situation for everyone. So there we go. If you guys have anything you want to add or yell at me or talk about, I mentioned it earlier, I'll mention it again. You can reach out to me on social media. Everything is at Small Town Nerdcast. Twitter, that's SM Town Nerdcast. I had to abbreviate small. And on Instagram, you spell it all out. Small Town Nerdcast. And then if you want to email me, which of course you are more than welcome to, you can always email me at podcast at hotmail.com. And then I have a website and stuff like that, but I don't really update it, so don't go there. Anyway, that is it for the show. Thank you guys for listening, and we will see y'all next week. Peace. I was going to say Bri-Fi out again, but I changed my mind, and I feel like it sounded really weird trying to say bye to you guys, so I'll just say bye. Bye.